Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast with me, your host, Sebastian Sloven, and I am very excited today to be uh, joined by a very special guest, Dr. Mark Kalina. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Kalina. Thanks for having me, Sebastian. Awesome. Well, I'm pumped to have you. We've had you on the show once before, but it's been a while. Um, but today, we're, the, the topic is all about tips for living well during times of uncertainty, fear and uncertainty, kind of like what we're dealing with right now. You know, we, we know as humans, we crave a sense of security and a sense of control, and we don't have a lot of that right now, right? Um, you know, upheaval in politics and the economy and a lot of concerns about health and well-being in the midst of this pandemic. So really, we want to talk about how do we live well? Or how do we bring balance back when things are quite chaotic out there in the world. Um, so, but Mark, let's talk, I just, I would love to hear a little bit about your background, you know, how'd you get into medicine and what you're doing now? Sure. I, I wanted to be a doctor from a young age. I think it kind of got programmed into me. My dad wanted to be a doctor, and he wasn't. He got he he became a dentist because he didn't get into medical school. Oh, and then he kind of programmed me a little bit. And the truth is, I always, I I I always loved it, and and I still love it. I think medicine and healing, it's what interests me the most for myself as well as for my friends, and as well as for everything I do at work healing is a is it's always been a big thing for me so I started off I you know I was even in high school working at the hospital and seeing my friends dads do surgeries then I went to college and I, I was completely motivated at that time to do well because to get into medical school I had to do well so I was again Maybe it was programming, but I I was motivated. Yeah. Then I got to come. I wanted to come to California. I I I grew up in Cleveland. I wanted to be out here, and I did what, and I did well in school. So I got to come out here, and I was super happy to be in San Diego, as well as training in in medicine, in internal medicine, is the field I chose, uh, and. Anyway, it was it was in, I started in in the late '80s and early '90s during the AIDS era. Saw people sick and dying before we knew how to prevent and and treat uh, HIV so to prevent death. And so I I learned a lot starting. And then I came out enthusiastic, excited to be a doctor. And I basically was disappointed right off the bat. It was I couldn't believe that standard medicine is all we had and, yeah. and I was disappointed with the results and what to give people so I went on a quest and learned about Deepak Chopra and Dean Ornish and all these this new wave of kind of self-help or uh, integrative medicine 
alternative medicine. I, it was, I was just always on, I always wanted there to be more because I thought there was more to healing and right. mindfulness and as well as all the movement things to, so people could have, be empowered individually. Right. Yeah. And so that was my ride. And then I, I, I did regular medicine for 17 years at a big hospital here in town, Scripps, which was a good ride. And again, I was disappointed and wanted more. And I, now I work at a place called Pacific Pearl. I work for a cardiologist named Mimi Guineri, who's president of the American Board of Integrative Holistic Medicine. Mm -hmm. We do see heart patients mostly, although we see all sorts of patients. And our specialty is in reversing disease. And which, when I started, that wasn't, people didn't believe that that was possible. Yeah. Heart disease could be, the blockages in arteries could be reversed and, and uh, lifelong uh, things could be reversed, cancer could be reversed. And that is what I've, do I've spent my life in. And it's super exciting and, and super empowering for people when they realize that it's all in their control and how they eat and how they live and how they think yeah and how what their daily life is like it matters and it changes lives it changes their lives and I, I get to see it all the time and it's it's that I don't I think I've lived been able to live a very atypical life because I see people truly getting well yeah. and and this is it it is a crazy time now and I still think it's an it's an interesting time and and fear is driving everything that's going on the coronavirus is a real thing and it's gotten blown way out of proportion or the fear associated with it is massive and it's crippled the entire world right and so we have another opportunity to kind of look into the face of our fears and go forward and then we're start, we start going forward, and then we get into the race thing again. You know, that's just been something that's, I think, throughout all of history, and certainly uh, the Civil War, and then in the 60s, and here it is again. And, and it makes people afraid, and the world can get better, and we can, get, we can, we can be a better place. And yeah. I think it is going to happen. Yeah. I think yeah, I love it. I lo and and I what I love about your story too and your journey is this really kind of amazing shift from the more traditional way, which it seems like it was just about preventing death, you know, or like, you know, stopping <laughs> keeping people alive medically speaking, to shifting to like, you know, how can we really be well, like thriving and reversing disease in order to be well. It's pretty amazing. Um, and you, you, you know, you touched on a lot of really important stuff there. And I think that that's really what I want to get into is like, you know, what do you, it, let's, you know, I don't know if you're seeing a lot of patients coming in right now that are, that are having a lot of fear or anxiety around what's going on. I assume that's the case, but you know, what are, what are some things that you recommend to people, work with people on who are coming in, like just that are over, overwhelmed by what's happening? I think again, yeah, we're seeing. There was a period just a few weeks ago that we were actually seeing less people because everyone, nobody was coming out of their homes, and, <laughs> right, yeah. and so we were talking on the phone to people, and we were, you know, uh, 
FaceTiming and, and, and texting and emailing and because people were social distancing and keeping themselves isolated. And it's interesting because I really believe the biggest risk factor of all risk factors for disease is social isolation right. and, and, so, and social distancing right. and not being connected. My definition of health has always been is connection and connection to self and connection to others and connection to the planet as well as you know if you if spiritually if you believe in god or nature or whatever it is but i think it's connection and then here here we are at this time that social distancing is the the way which makes it very hard to connect right and then we get the whole black white thing and and we're scared of other human beings because of their color or race right. and so i think it's a it's interesting and i guess i still think the first thing the most important thing for me in my work and i really am quite passionate in helping people not be afraid is that i have to be good when i go to work i have to be okay and yeah. i i I certainly have lots of fears and I have fears about my own body and and sickness and and have had my own issues and and so my how I take care of myself is probably more important than what I say to anyone else right 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 because it's I think we we need to be real yeah. and that's what you and I have dealt with and or sought is yeah. how to be real right. how to be honest and and again it's not always what you say because everybody you know whether it's in politics or or in anything people say one thing and their actions might show different things and how can we be consistent and aware aware and and awake and present so and and the truth is that every single person now and it is always true has different things going on and they respond to the situation like fear of illness and death and coronavirus and all these things everyone responds differently some people get scared some people get angry some people get sad and and withdrawn and some people drink more some people eat more and so it's all the the issues that were always true right it's like how do we take care of ourselves and to to deal with this fear right and it's just heightened now yeah, yeah. it's heightened even more and I, I really appreciate what you shared about as i thought that was really interesting it's like really it sounds like foundationally for you taking care of yourself making sure your tank is full in order to take care of your patients that also i think transfers very well to like you know clear advice which is like you know kind of like the airplane metaphor put your you know put the oxygen mask put your own oxygen mask on before you take care of your kids or people around you it's got to start with each individual i guess taking ownership and taking care of themselves ourselves i really i think that's one of the most important things of all yeah we have to be okay ourselves i mean doctors for years you know i i know i've had doctors pulmonal lung doctors who were smoking when they were telling people to quit smoking and i've had lots <laughs> yeah. of people talk about losing weight when 
they needed to lose weight and right. and I, I'm not and I'm not holier than thou. I, I, I know what I can I, I have been not real in my life and it's just not effective. And yeah. It's not good for me and it's not good for the people I'm helping. Right. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. a poor strategy. Well, I think on that note, I'd love to hear uh, a little bit about your personal, you know, wellness practices, your personal self-care practices. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you do that you found really effective to take care of yourself? It's a good question. And, and, oh, I grew up wellness at my house. My dad was super strong and he... Every, he worked hard and then he came home and he worked out hard yeah he had a basement all my friends we came over we worked out with weights with my dad and it was all about sports and drive and physicality Got and I, I still think it's good to work out I'm not diminishing that in any way but for whatever reason on my ride I, and partly because I'm older I'm 57 and and my ability to be a great athlete is past and and that's not where I'm at and I actually I think my root my health routines are more based on connection connection to to really source which I you know I I grew up Jewish but I'm not really Jewish now I I I I believe in all the connection of all beings and yeah. so I, I don't really believe in religions and I believe I do believe in the oneness and and my, so my my back my basis or my grounding is all rooted in spirituality and I have my own I don't, I don't really I don't go to temple and I don't go to church I, I like all uh, the religious disciplines and I don't have one that I follow. I fo I like to be my own, and I like nature more than anything else. And I I have a beautiful view of the ocean, and yeah. I connect to the ocean. Whether going in it is great, and sometimes I just connect to it by looking at it. And I also uh, like uh, my backyard, and I like to move in that and be in that, and so and. I guess my 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 daily routine whether it's when I come home from work or when I wake up in the morning it's to truly uh, experience and and it's really through gratitude it's I'm grateful for what I have I, I've decided you know I, I live in a world the Southern California there's wealth everywhere uh, Everybody thinks doctors are super rich, and and, <laughs> and I'm I'm not really that. And but I, I I'm super grateful for the opportunities and the the moment to moment things that happen to me in every day. And but the truth is, if I can wake up, if I can before work, remember the gratitude. And I, again, I can get cynical about the health world, about the world in general, about the divisions everywhere and the politics. But cynicism doesn't do me any good. And so I, I guess my daily practice is focused on gratitude and being thankful that I get to live this life. And I do, I do have a 
because part of the part of the work I do is hospice work and end of life work. I do have a sense, and that I had this before Corona, and it's even more now. Life is short, and you never really know what's going to happen. Yeah, and so I when I that's my practice is to settle into gratitude. I love it. And how? Um, I mean, you talked about this. Is there is there a specific any specific things you do? You know, do you you know some people like do a little morning writing, like gratitude journal, or is it? It sounds like for you, it's more kind of just an in, like an acknowledgement, an inter, you know, you take some time looking at the ocean. What are the specifics of the of the yeah. practice look like, or is it? Sometimes change? it's it's reading. Sometimes it's you know, I mean, there you know, people send you things, and there's just incredible readings to read of of spiritual people that that remind me of uh the connection of all life of of love of of the oneness of all beings so i like to read a little bit i like to i like to move and get into my body because i i can get stuck in my head for a long time yeah and so reading reading in bed is which is is kind of a comfort to me I, I have to push myself to get out because I, it's good to get for me to get in my body and get connected to the earth and to go outside in the grass or the sand and or or in the water to 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 connect and yeah. and to ground because again I I can get stuck in my head a lot and while I like while I like my thoughts it's not it's not good to stay stuck up there right right so getting into your body getting out going out into nature with yes. unplugged yeah with that and, and yeah it's unplugged because yeah. I am super over connected to my phone that thing is you know that it's my job and right. and there are always emails coming but yeah to 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 disconnect from my phone to move around in and and again I'm not I'm not an uh, uh, I'm not going for a championship in any sport. I like to dabble in all things, whether it's just walking, biking, being in the ocean, and and again, not hard workouts. I but I just like to experience and get into my body. But the biggest thing is just to look around and to be grateful for what I already have. Yeah, it's it's a hugely powerful practice and I think it's I think it's really pertinent to this topic because I think um, a lot of people most people maybe during times like this it's easy to sort of lose touch uh, or lose a sense of gratitude because things things are up in the air there's a lot of upheaval maybe economic challenges all sorts of challenges right and it's it's kind of it's so much easier I think to focus on the things that you maybe used to have and don't have now, whether it's a job or a relationship or whatever, versus what do you have right now? And I and I love this. You know, we ta- we talked about this before, but this has really been inspirational for me. Is a lot of conversations we had about your about hospice and hospice work, and that reminder that life is short, and you know that very very well from the work you do, and I think that people at any age you know uh, even young people it's great it's a really important thing are you still doing still doing hospice work and yeah i do hospice and i i do assisted dying uh which is relatively new in the world where people can choose what time they end their life and 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 it's actually quite a beautiful thing and it's a spiritual that is alone is spiritual and 
you know, some people agree with it and some people don't. Right. And, you know, controversial. It, it's yeah. controversial because it's not really natural, but there is something to being in control of your life and to not suffer. I mean, I, I, yeah. I think, you know, that there, there, there is something in the, in the medical world. We keep people alive and for we, you know, we have the technology it can go on and on and on and on and i think i i think that's not always so spiritual and 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 i i wonder who's the beneficiary of that the medical system you know we again in our country it's well known we spend more on health care than pretty much the rest of the world combined and most of the money goes into the end of life and nobody wanted to be nobody wants to be on a ventilator and nobody wants to spend the end of their life in the hospital right so it's i think it's we have this opportunity to be conscious and people can plan their life and they can plan their end of life but it has to be it, it doesn't come about by randomly you have to talk about it think about it and make a plan yeah and write it down and so I think writing is to writing things down, our goals and our dreams, as well as the way we want our life to go. Because I do believe we create our reality. And, but it doesn't just come from randomness or just having some thoughts. It, right. it, it really, if you, if you want to be a create, creative, conscious uh, creator, if you want to design your own life, you gotta you gotta work on it, and I, I think I think it is very possible, and it and I do think it makes life a way way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So writing down, writing down what you want in in during life, and then also how you want to approach the end of life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you if you have a plan for the end of life then it informs how you live your daily life right right which right again is so huge with being grateful for what you have yes um i i i, I love what we're talking about on this topic and i want to really make sure that we um talk about some stuff that's that's really tangible too and i think some of this is you know so we talked about right gratitude um, being a major part of your practice and connection seems to be a really part of really big part of your your medical practice and your day to day. Do you have any you know strategies or tips around staying connected, especially in a challenging time like this when there is social distancing and and other things like that? Yes, I think we're all learning from social distancing. It's it's not that easy to social distance. And I think looking in people's eyes, connecting with people, and it can be from a distance. I don't care if it's one foot, you know, or six feet, but I think connecting to other people is a super grounding, important thing. And so, you know, and I, I do, and it, it is, it's crazy with a mask on and all those things, these right. impediments, but I think connecting to other people I with the eyes is super important connecting with yourself through breath you know you know the connecting into the body and the whole yoga world I, I think is super important too but the breath is just always there so we can do that all day long and and to remember to come back to it is the key right. and you don't have to 
because when people are scared, they breathe just in their chest, and and it's shallow and it's small. But breathing deep into into the belly, even into the pelvis, into the backs of the lungs, into the sides of the lungs, has the it, it's really a remarkable calming and grounding thing. Yeah, I love that. Can you can you expand on the? I know you do a lot of breath work type stuff is the like your favorite technique for for that is it breathe you know you breathe in through the nose through the mouth how does that how does that work you know that's a good question and i think there's lots of different techniques and there's different meditation techniques and for me i guess i i i've tried i've, I've done mindfulness meditation and i've done mantra based meditations and i've done breath work with pe- with groups of people as well as with one person helping me the i i guess the biggest thing is to for me i don't think it has a name is just to be aware of the breath right yeah, yeah. and to think about it and to, to think about breathing deep into the belly and 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 again the sides of the lungs and and the the backs of the lungs are so important i i take care of people and again, when people are scared, it's 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 really remarkable how stuck you can get in a, a very ineffective breathing pattern, and right. it makes your oxygen and your blood less, and it makes anyway all sorts of things happen. So, I I guess the short answer, and and there are breath workers who could do way better than yeah, this. Yeah, no, no, no. We know, yeah, but it's, but, I'd love to but just <laughs> to pay attention to your breath and make sure it's going all through your body yeah. as opposed to kind of short short superficial nervous breathing right it's a very different thing right. and it's super and it's and it's very easy to know the difference yeah that's huge i think right i'm totally with you on that it's like there's a million techniques it's sim- similar in the world of yoga you know there's a million different you know specifics on postures and stuff and it's like maybe you know there's some great stuff there and it's all about awareness yes uh remembering to breathe deep so is do you have any anything that you or tools or or tricks that you kind of that help remind you to breathe deep or is it just sort of like Mm -hmm. i'm feeling you feel the tension or feel stress or the fear and then that's a that's a trigger or is there any anything that you use to do that hmm yeah, I, I mean, I think that that is one of the most important things is to remember because everybody <laughs> knows. Oh, you should eat, you know, not eat not eat bad food. You should move around, and it, the the key is yeah. remembering. And right. and I guess that is again. I think it's being in the moment, but the moment needs to be practiced, and yeah, and so. Again, for me, it's the, the, the practice is gratitude. And, yeah. and when I start with that, and then I can go into my breath, and then I can go into my body, and it all, but, but for me, it starts with gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Because again, the, the, if I watch the news, I'm not grateful, right. usually. And if I right. just even talk to my friends about the insanity of, of you know, the, the, the racial issues or, or the sickness issues, it, 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 I, I, I contract. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. but I, I can, I, and I, again, it's an ongoing practice, 
and for me it is remembering to remember yeah and and what tricks me to do that and maybe for me it is nature yeah i mean it is looking at the ocean and it is looking just even at at at, you know it's springtime now and it's to look at flowers and look at at the beauty of nature in springtime that triggers me yeah absolutely me too we're on the same (laughs) we're on the same page with that um Mark, it's such a, Dr. Kalan, it's such an awesome <laughs> honor to have you on the show. So, so excited to be able to have these conversations. We like to end, uh, we like to wrap up the show with some sort of challenge for the listener. Um, and I know we talked about a lot of stuff that people can put into practice right away. Gratitude, ways to connect, eye contact, breathing deep. If you were to give, you know, kind of one challenge, something to do this week, anything that comes to mind that you'd like to challenge the, our listeners with? Hmm. I think I think the call of the day at least in my mind you know you could say it's about you know these viruses or you could say it's about racism but I think that the true call of the day is still to look fear in the face and so and I get nervous all the time I'm I'm, some people would say I'm a bit neurotic I mean I, I fear is we, we all have fear. I mean, fear is normal. Right. There is no, you know, the, I know there's a clothing company called No Fear, and it would be good if we could have just extinguished that, and I don't think that's going to happen. So I think the, the, the true challenge or the game is to let, let ourselves experience fear. And that could be, you know, looking at people that are different colors in an uncomfortable neighborhood or or looking at sickness and you know i mean whether it's in ourselves when we get a flu or get get a physical symptom that scares us and be present with it and not let it win yeah and 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 make it your friend right because fear fear can be overwhelming i i and fear gets overwhelming to me and even though i talk about it and think about it when I'm tired, fear is overwhelming. Right. All these things, everything gets overwhelming when you're tired. So life is this practice ground. So that I guess the challenge that I would say is make it a game with fear. Make it and and build, make it so every day you just look over your shoulder at it, whether you look over your shoulder at death or you look over your shoulder at a fear, at, some specific fear but look at it right. and and don't shut it down immediately don't eat food right away and don't drink go you know drink it away just be with it and i'm not saying forever right. but just let it be part of your life right yeah i love it i love it so feel the fear face the fear sit with it not like you have to live there but don't run away from it yes i love it I love it. That company, no fear, they went out of business too. It's <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't, it didn't work out. A, yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> I, that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a realistic um, slogan or uh, <laughs> no, not not right now. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, Mark. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you as always. Look forward to having you on again. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, awesome. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Nature Unplugged podcast. You can find our episodes on 
uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, basically everywhere that podcasts are available. We would love it if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us a ton. Be sure and check out natureunplugged.com for more information and resources. You can also find out more details uh, in our show notes on our website. Well, that well, that will do it. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Great. See you, Mike. Bye. Bye. Things change like seasons out of our control. If you think you should go, I will let you go.